like to welcome everybody to the Coaches in the Mouth pod. This is Coach Jeff Williams along with Coach Bray Cook. The mouth is on assignment again today. He is, uh, uh, Mouth's been busy, man. I mean, he's all over the place. Yeah, he has been all over the I place. I mean, he's, he's uh, high school games. He's, he's, uh, you the know, whole state of Arkansas, coach. I mean, he's everywhere. I mean, it's unbelievable. But talk to the mouth this week, and we'll get into the Razorbacks. We've got a great show for you. we got our BSN. Bring Danny on for a BSN Player of the Week. we got bring on a big, big fan of our show, Coach Casey Dick from Fayetteville. they got a big game with, go. with Bentonville. And, and then uh, we'll bring Coach Daryl Fimple on to do some picks. He's going to have a, another special segment. And then we'll bring the Triple Crown guy on to get some picks for the weekend. But let's, let's just get right into the – Last Saturday with the Hogs, uh, you know that's uh, it's what three in a row there. But it's kind of, it's it's kind of like I brought up last week. If you got the schedule out again, ladies and gentlemen, and you looked at it for this month, you knew it was going to be pretty mm-hmm. brutal. And I got good news and bad news. The bad news is we have one more week of it. The good news is it's over after this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's recap a little bit in Oxford. Uh, you know, I going into it, I got tickled. I think the mouth asked me if we could stop them twice, if we, you know, and I, you know, if we'd be able to score with Ole Miss. Ole Miss came in uh, after the LSU game, you know, monstrous points, scoring every possession. I thought defensively, we held them in check about as best we sure. could. I, I, you know, you could tell Ole Miss wasn't in rhythm like they were against against uh, LSU, but we had something to do with that also. I thought, you know, defense, we played real well. Offensively? Not so well. Not so well. And it's kind of the reoccurring thing, and I, and I hate to say this, is mm. is when Coach Pittman came, you know, made some changes this week in the offensive line and then came back out in the second half and goes, we're going back to our original group. Folks, that's a guy trying, and that's a guy just searching for some answers. Mm-hmm. And – uh they go back to it. We struggled running the ball. You know, look good at times. Penalty still th- some things. That that process of it. KJ, you know, here it is. He's starting. It's starting to take a toll on him a little bit. But I thought Coach Pittman in his in his press conference, uh, one thing he did say, and I totally agree with this one hundred percent. If we can't run the ball, we're not going to be very successful on offense. Now and that's a struggle. And so. What's your take? I mean, we've all been there as coaches, players, everything, especially as an old offensive lineman, when you're struggling running the ball and the confidence part of it, Mm -hmm. you know, pass protection and all that part of it. But what do you do? Well, you know, I go back to to, to when I was a player, you know, you had goals, rushing goals um, for each game. You know, if we we rush for 250, we've won that football game. And that was typically it. And then, you know, years that we weren't so good, you know, it was 150 was that goal. And you could kind of tell the difference, you know, being being a part of good seasons and, and seasons where you struggle. I wonder what their goal is this year. You know, how how, how hard are they emphasizing the run game? And um, what's that goal? And, and are they hitting that goal is, is my big question. Well, and that, that's a great, great question. Just on the fact of, you know, you talked about 250 and 150. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know where we're getting with it. And, and you know, we're going – you know, we got to go to Alabama. We got to go Tuscaloosa this coming week. And, and ladies and gentlemen, they had announcement here on the coaches in the mouth pod. Alabama has figured it out. It's like I said about two weeks ago. You know, they lost to Texas. They experimented with some other quarterbacks, blah, blah, blah. 
All right, we know who we are. We're going to have some quarterback design runs. We're going to play defense. We're going back to what we were about back in 2009-2010 era. That's yep. the way we're going to try to win. So going into that, now put yourself in our shoes. We're, we're struggling to run the ball, headed to Tuscaloosa against that defense. What's your mindset What as a coach? What's Coach Pittman's mindset here? And then throw a player in there. I mean, you've been around both of them. I think you know you, you as a coach, you can't you can't talk about it. it's Alabama. You know, you got to step your game up this week. I think you still have to focus on hey, it's still it's it's our football team, and once we figure it out, we'll be rolling. But we got to figure it out, and and you can say Alabama's going to do everything right. They're um, they are Alabama, but I think that's irrelevant this Saturday. You know, it's, it's what are we going to be able to produce. Um, without hurting ourselves. And and I feel like that's the answer every week, but especially going into a team like this because they're not going to make those mistakes. And and I agree with you. You know, when you're struggling, you've got to focus on yourself. I mean, you can't – you start looking at opponents and things like that, and you're 100% right. You know, I, this week in practice – and they're, they're, they've been doing it every week, but this week in practice, you know, focus on what we got to do fundamentally-wise to get better. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, let's get KJ some easy throws early, you know, get going. Something positive happened early. I think that's a big key. I mean, and Alabama's not a dominant football team. You know, they go mm-hmm. in and turn it over or, or you know, they're yeah. off a little bit like Ole Miss you saw last week. They were off a little bit mm-hmm. uh, than what they were the week before. And so when you get those things going, uh, you know, focusing in on yourself and something positive happened early could be, be huge. You have to. And everything. Well, let's go ahead and do this. Uh, let's turn it over and get to our high school uh, part of it. Uh, man, got some big, big games. Got some great guests on on today. Let's go ahead and, you know, Danny McEwen, we're going to bring him on our BSN uh, Player of the Week. He's going to announce that. We've got a, uh, an outstanding candidate and see where he's at with everything. So, all right, let's bring him on right now. BSN uh, Sponsor of the Week, Danny McEwen. My gosh, the scores this week, Danny. There's 84 spot. Me and Coach Flimper are going to talk a little bit later on. There's just, I mean, there's 50, 60 points scored everywhere. Freaking Friday night. It's unbelievable. But, you know, this is a great part of the year because I think, you know, we're we're sitting here. Teams are starting to shape up. We know who we are. People are starting to fall in line as far as those ones and two seeds a little bit. And the threes and fours and people fighting trying to get in the playoffs. So, what were what you where'd you go? What'd you see? And, and tell us about the player of the week. Yeah, so I agree. Everything's kind of shaping up for the playoffs right now. And uh, I went and watched Conway and Cabot Friday night. And besides getting to see an, an impressive offensive display from Conway, I got to see two legends there at the game. I got to see Coach Larry Stanley. So got some great comments from him. Can't share those on air. And I got. To, <laughs> Got to see the guest picker, Coach Fitzgerald oh, yeah. sitting in the end zone. Yeah, yeah, he's everywhere. See, he, he was great he, as a monster. He okay. is. He is. He says he's trying to drive up viewership. So I told him make sure everybody likes and subscribes. So exactly. Oh, he he's but, been out there and he's taking. I think he might be pulling out of his, his top five picks, of, top five teams of the of the week. I don't know. He's got something brewed up this week. So we'll, yeah, he had his, had his legal pad out. He was taking good notes. So oh we need to check. We got to check his work. We'll check his work. Well, tell me, tell me about our BSN Player of the Week and and how you came up with it and some other some other. We had some big big performances. 
really did. You know, every, it, it seems like this may be the year for the quarterback because when you start looking at stats and seeing games and watching highlights on huddle, there's some quarterbacks that are putting up some big numbers. And uh, I don't want don't want to uh, discriminate against any other positions because I'm looking for a defensive guy. Still still searching, but uh, our Arkansas Player of the Week this week for Week Six is Jacory Foreman Carter from Little Rock Hall High School. Hey, how about that, Coach? With yeah. isn't it something? Yeah, hey, well, yeah. I think you told me uh, it was a first time back to back wins in 19 years. Coach, yes. oh, hey, let's get, hey, I got to give it up for him. I mean, absolutely. I mean, like, absolutely. That's tough. And oh, yeah. keep going here. I want to hear so, that, man. So, you know, Hall's in their second season of playing back to 11, man, coming out of eight, man, where they had some success. But Coach Withrow knew he had a project when he took it on. Things are pointing in the right direction. And uh, this young man, Ja'Cory Foreman Carter, did a little bit of everything Friday night. He's their quarterback. And, uh, at playing quarterback, he had two touchdowns passing. He had four touchdowns rushing, uh, long of 50 yards. He also plays defense. He plays a little defensive back, plays linebacker. He had 11 tackles. He had a strip fumble recovery and a sack. Uh, he returned kicks. He returned punts. Rumor has it he may have sang the national anthem before the game and popped popcorn at halftime. It sounded like he did a little bit of everything, but – Really excited for to see that uh, what's going on over at H Street. They are bought in. Jim's working hard. The whole staff's doing a great job. And to see those kids excited about playing football here in the city of Little Rock is is really really cool. So we were glad we got to honor Jacory with a great performance. Unfortunately, he got banged up, and he's not going to get to play this Friday night. Oh, but. Uh, yeah, he he's he'll be back, and they they're in a position to make the playoffs. All right, you know that's an amazing job by Coach Withrow right there. You know, leave Sylvan Hills. Everybody's kind of like, you hey, know, what are we doing here? Going to Hall, and right. goes there. And of course, you know, COVID hits and all that mess, and then you know they end up going to eight man football, and then coming back and winning back to back, have BSN Player of the Week. Unbelievable job! I got to get he's. And Coach Withrow is one of my favorite guys, man. And, and I tell you what, if any coach is watching this and you get a, a guy that's going one way and playing on the punt team, walks up to you and tells you you're tired, they need to show this video of that kid. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. The whole team did a great job, and, and it was really fun to see the how excited they are about the success that they're having. And and they've, they've got a legitimate shot to get in the playoffs if everything goes well for them. This kid's got an offer from UAPB. He's got he's a good student and really, really excited that we got to celebrate him and the Warriors over on 8th Street. Well, that's awesome. And, uh, you know, him going to UAPB, keeping up with Alonzo uh, over there, Coach Hampton. Yes. Well, he's really turned, getting that thing turned around in the right direction. We're going to probably have him on too. Uh, man, that, that's just, that's that's exciting. Really exciting. All right. That's big games this week. Where, where, are, we, where are we headed? Uh, uh, some big conference matchups. Me and Coach Fimple are looking forward to, in the mouth, looking forward to getting into this a little bit. Uh, where are we headed this week? Yeah, you know, it's, uh, I, I see that uh, there's a big one up in your part of the world, Fayetteville and Bentonville. That's that's going to be a war right there. Yeah, They may play till midnight, so that's going to be a really good one. I, I know that uh, down south, Warren is taking on a really surprising DeWitt team. 
So that's going to be really interesting to see how that shakes out. Uh, Southside, Batesville Southside's undefeated playing Nettleton. That's that's a big one right there. Uh, and Harrison and Alma is another, another great game. But there's one in Crittenden County, which is probably where I'm going, that uh, if you've never been to this rivalry game, you need to take the time to go sometime. The West Memphis Blue Devils are hosting the Marion Patriots, and uh, it's, uh, it's a war. I, I can't describe it any other way but a war. It is every year, and the rivalry is strong, and they'll be tailgating outside the stadium. It'll be a big, big night, and uh, should be a heck of a ball game because I know that uh, Benton's sitting out there playing really, really well, and I don't think either one of them have played them yet, but this is – this is going to come down to probably the winner's probably going to play them for the conference championship. Well, it looks like, you know, Marion's already played Benton earlier, but, but West Memphis is right. setting herself up there. I mean, you're talking about buys here. You know, you're yeah. talking about, you know, getting getting guys healthy and in that part. But I know Coach Elmore have his hands full this week over there as the athletic director at West Memphis. I uh, know this is a game I've never been to myself, and I, I'd really like to go watch this one. But, yeah, I'm telling. I've been to several of them. I've, I've been uh, been watched when he was coaching, and watched when Lanny Dowks was coaching, and uh, of course Grafton Moore's been involved in every swinging one. The guy's Everyone. unhuman. Guy's unhuman. <laughs> Grafton Moore. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that's Grafton Moore. How old's Coach Moore? Seventy eight. Yes, seventy eight years old. But is still coaching defensive ends there. In West Memphis, gets up, does the laundry every day, comes in, gets it out. Man, I mean, the guy's unhuman. It's a guy's oh, yeah. Unhuman. It's not unusual for him to go out on a, on a weekday or even a game day and play 18 holes of golf, go home and get on the treadmill for a couple of hours, and then come to practice or come to the game. So Great he's a machine, and it, it's awesome to see. The, if you want to know about the rivalry, all you got to do is ask Grafton Moore. Yeah, there's no doubt he's seen a few of them. Well, Danny, hey, look forward to you next week, man. Boy, excited about – hey, Coach Withrow, I'm going to give him a call here after we get done the show. I, I'm excited for those guys, big games. Hey, look forward to seeing you next week. Absolutely. It'll be a great week of football. Thanks for having me. All right, buddy. See you. Well, let's go ahead and bring him on now. Our guest picker, the mouse gone today. So we got to bring him back. Let's just bring back no. coach Daryl Fimple. Uh, let's bring him on now. Man, tore it up. What were you eight and two last week? Yes, man. Fired up, man. This is, this is awesome pickings right here. Yeah. Awesome. The mouse out on assignment again this week. I went nine and one last week. Grandma Nod bounced back with the six and four. She, Grandma Nod talked to her, uh, and uh, she's working picks with her grandson Peter and Pete because huh. going to come on the show. She was very upset with her six and four record, and she was upset with some teams last week. And so, well, you know, when everybody else is picking them right, you know, Grandma's got to come. You know, you know, she's got to step her game up. Yeah, she's going to step her game. Yeah. Well, let's reflect last week. I mean. Uh, you were at the Cabot Conway game. Conway keeps just kind of rolling along. Uh, of course, Fayetteville and Southside. Fayetteville's putting up points. Gave up a few last week. Harbor ends up winning that one. Uh, Marion just dominated the New Line offense. Uh, new Line offense had a bunch of gave up like six hundred yards of defense. I mean, on defense, yeah. they gave up yeah. a lot of yards. A close game. Maumel and Robinson. What what was your reflection back? Mansfield and Charleston, 14-7. What, what was your, yeah, your reflection last week? That was the one that I missed there, the, the Mansfield-Charleston. And I think it goes back. You know, I didn't know this before the game either. We had every coach from Charleston's pass back. 
I mean, that's got to be worth seven points right there. I mean, we're bringing people out of the woodwork. I mean, I think Doug Lockridge was there, Steve. Yeah, I mean, we had Kendrick the whole night. We had seven of them legends out there. Like, if they're going to lose that night, I mean, nobody told us that. So I don't even know that was a fair pick. And poor Mansfield. I mean, they were walking into buzzsaw waiting for them. And I think they lost their quarterback in the the mix there, too, or something like that happened, something tricky. Uh, but yeah, Charleston definitely showed that uh, there's something to mess with, and and that was a weird one. Of course, I think the Bentonville Rogers Heritage. That's one. Oh, uh, you hang 84 points on a team, and uh, I'm just thinking that uh, Coach Grant's probably not really welcomed around Rogers, and probably not going to get a job over there anytime soon. <laughs> but it might not be that big of a deal to him. I heard there's going to be like busloads of people leaving Rogers to go watch Fayetteville, so I don't know what that's all about. But Man, I think there's going to be some tickets sold there. Good gracious. I know 84 points. Like, oh, my gosh. I mean, just punt. Yeah. I mean, good gracious. But unbelievable. Uh Fayetteville last week against Southside. Fayetteville's keep rolling. What's your, what's your, we're going to get in that big game you're hitting. Oh, that's a huge one. Huge that's one. a huge one. Huge one. That's a huge one. Well, let's get into it here. Uh, before we get our picks, you got a couple things here this week. We're going to add a new little segment here with, uh, with you, you kind of, you've been, you've been researching, been a lot of great feedback with you down on the show, being officially part of the show every week. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, what well, we got you, you got a top five. I hear you got going on. I got a top five and then I got a real top five, my personal top five, but my top five teams right now. And it's kind of hard to, you know, everybody's going to say part of you and part of you deservingly. So is one, but what happens a lot of times with teams like part of you that are so talented is the schedule gets them. Uh, you know, you see it all the time in BCS and all this other stuff. So my number one team right now is Conway. All right, I know the Bowden boys are going to be out to get me. Maybe that'll penetrate us right straight to the number one seed. But I've got Conway, Parkview's my two. I've got Fayetteville three. I got Bryant four. And my number five, and I don't know how these guys are sneaking around on people, by the way. All right, because these guys get after the quarterback. It seems like somebody gets hurt and they just plug somebody in. Coach Young down there at Greenwood. Yeah, I'm telling you, I've never seen a team with a tradition and 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 everything behind them that just everybody kind of forgets about until state finals. It's like almost like, hey, why, where's Greenwood at? Uh, so I think Greenwood, Bentonville in that fifth spot, uh, and I think those are spectacular teams. But my real top five, all right, these guys are my top five right here, all right? If I you go anywhere on Friday not to watch these guys right here, my number one Bimps top, I'm going to go from the bottom. First of all, let's go eight-man football here, all right? Eight-man football. We got Rector and Strong. They're combined 10 and 0. Wow. There's eight people just battling. I don't know if they got 11 on the roster, but that's got to be some fun action right there, man. I'm talking about just battles going on in eight man football. I got Rector four. I got Strong five just because I love Strong. And my number three FIMPS team is the Elkins Elks. Boy. They're hanging like 75 on people. As a matter of fact, their quarterback just got offered by somebody. I can't remember. Uh, and then you got Salem that's rolling in at seven and zero. And my team, my number one pimps team, is the Mineral Springs baby. Don't don't mess around with Mineral Springs. We're seven and zero for a reason. Well, we're down there dominating people. They are, and I, I tell you about Mineral Springs. I mean, they're they're going to make a run. You hear the Elkins coach Watson over there has done a great job with those guys. Boy, it looks like them and them and Ozark going to meet up here, and that, you know for. For that, company. oh yeah, that yeah, thing. they're all they're all huddled up in there. And Salem, they're I got that there. text about them undefeated, and they popped yeah. up. And I mean, 
man, it's we're at the point of the season here where Bray talked about it. You know, you kind of are who you are. You still get oh through, yeah, but you know the injuries and things like that, and you know things are starting to play out. You know, people this week, and we'll hit on it. You know, in the six A seven A, trying to get those fifth, sixth, fourth spots. We got a one and two, but those things are starting. To, I know in the bigger classification are really starting to play out. We got some big games. Well, them bigger classifications, those are your play-in, save-your-job days. Uh, you're trying to get that fifth, sixth hole, you know, just make sure that you tell everybody on that school board that you made it to the state tournament every year. That's what you're trying to do right there. Them, them are job-saving job saving measures down here. My my little class down here, Mineral Springs, we're, we're playing for our lives. We're playing for our lives every night. That's what you got to like about little school football. Oh, it's great. Great. Well, let's get into our picks here. Uh, Mouth's up gone. He 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 called to make sure I went over every pick. He didn't want any screw-ups. He's just going to battle no, back. I, yeah. I said, you know, we brought Coach Feppel on. He He's kind of moving on. I was 9-1 last week. And, you know, and they catch up a little bit. Yeah, I'm Mouth. even trying to get sponsors. Like, I'm trying to get sponsors for us right here. Look at that. Coke. You know, Coke. Coke. Yeah. Make our dreams come true. Our dreams come true. Well, let's start here. Let's <laughs> let's start in South Arkansas, and this is a game we added a little bit late. Uh, and I've done a little research on this. We got Warren at Dewitt. Dewitt's undefeated. Big like the Buck Sweep. Big power football team. Big and strong. Uh, Coach Bo down there is doing what he always does, and he's kind of on that conference. Uh, the mouth's going to take Coach Bo, obviously. Grandma Nas taking Coach Bo because everybody's he's a big fan of the show. Coach Williams taking Coach Bo. I just think that, and I know DeWitt's got a good team. Once they get out there, those orange helmets might bring back some memories. Who you got? Well, yeah, you know, and it, it's like I said, this is a fish fry game. I'm sure the DeWitt Booster Club is they're pounding out the ten dollar you know buffet there at the King Cat. They're rolling in some hot grease. They're cooking fish on the sidelines. They're excited to bring old Bo in and in his right ways and and uh, look across there and see Warren. Uh, Dewitt's not been in this situation for a while. Yeah, uh, that, that's always big. And when you got a veteran coach like Bo, who I'm pretty sure there's going to be a statue somewhere. I'm pretty sure the guy can single handedly pass a millage by himself if he just goes out and shakes a couple hands. And it has become wide receiver U. If there is any doubt in the state of Arkansas where wide receiver U is right here. And let me tell you about that guy, too. You know, you had him on your show. He's a phenomenal coach uh, in so many ways and even just stealing nuggets from that guy. That guy, they practice 7th through 12th graders together. Yeah. Could you imagine being a 7th grader throwing a pass to Ty, oh, oh, Burks? Mm-hmm. Hey, don't screw this up, fella. I mean, that's an amazing thing. I mean, that 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 could be used – uh, heck, we're even using it. We're uh, at North Little Rock, some in, in basketball, just because I think that's the greatest thing I've ever heard of. So Bo's on to something. I think he's been there. I'm sure he's nervous. All good coaches get nervous. But you got number two versus number five. It's at home at DeWitt. I'm thinking that first half is going to be spectacular. The Dragons are going to try to pound them and pound them and pound them. But don't sleep on the Lumberjacks. They've been there, done that. I look for the Warren Lumberjacks to pull this one out by at least 10. Well, it, 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 it ought to be a great game, and and, and Warren's dominated that league. And uh, but man, the Wits really got it going on. Our you know, they both have played Cross It. Yep. You know, Cross It, and and they got in a shootout with Cross It, and then DeWitt, you know, beat Cross It twenty five to six. 
Uh, like I said, though, I think they controlled the ball a lot, kept it out of their hands. So I think they're going to have a little problem with Warren. But like I said, hey, DeWitt, they're pitching it out there. Heck, they're lead blockers, the quarterback. You got to like that kind of football. All right, let's get back to exactly. All right, staying in South Arkansas. Hot Springs Trojan, Daryl Burnett and them, they've, they've played pretty good this year. Magnolia at Magnolia. That's, I can't – Coach King's team, I can't figure out is when when you think this whole league. they come back. You know? Yeah, this whole league is like that besides part of you. I mean, you just uh, – you got part of you and everybody else, and everybody else is it, – it's a coin flip of what's going to happen, what's going to take place. Well, uh, the mouth's taking Hot Springs – Grandma Nah is taking Magnolia. Coach Williams is going to take Magnolia because I think Hot Springs plays a lot better at home than they do on the road. And it's a pick them, and I'm going with the home team, and I'm going to go with Magnolia. Who you got in this? Well, this is interesting because I think Magnolia's defense sometimes shows up, sometimes doesn't. But if you look at the top 100 players or two and two, uh, the top, top 100 player i mean 100 teams uh magnolia's got a little bit stiffer competition there uh hot springs though has not they have given up exactly in the conference season you take away the 53 from part of you they've only given up 14 points yeah so i like defense so i'm gonna hang my hat on hot springs in this one well uh, and it's gonna be a close one though it might be the one that has the ball last in this it, game it is and magnolia's a tough place to play and they played well at home and, and hot springs just kind of you know they've been up and down a little bit on the road but they're really really tough at home all right we're going back to old school staying to south arkansas jimmy Ooh. parker and, and wow. mickey o'quinn i mean uh Excuse me, not Dr. O'Quinn, Jimmy Ren Parker, who who's coached both of these teams. We got Fordyce at Rising. I mean, yeah. Don't you want to get to that part in your your um, career where you own a car dealership, too? I mean, exactly. you're coaching football <laughs> and you own a car dealership. I mean, that's the greatest thing I think I've ever heard of. Just ride right through Fordyce, pick your car up. Yeah. Ball game. Yeah. Hey, coach, can I get a car to go to the game scout tonight? Heck yeah, son. Just go down to the car dealership. That's what I'm talking about. Well, you know, there won't be nobody in Fordyce Friday night, and everybody in Rising is going to be at the football game. This is a tough one. Mouth went with Rising. Grandma Nah has gone with Fordyce. I'm going to go with Fordyce. I think that they do a very good job over there. Rising's got a new coach. Uh, we'll see how it goes, but I'm going to go with Fordyce. Who you got in this one? Well, this has got to be my frog leg supper game right here. This is a frog leg supper game. We're cooking up some grease here. We got some frog legs going on. It, that or it's a shotgun raffle or something. There's got to be something tied into this game. Somebody's making some big bucks on the booster club. Uh, we got some trucks backed up to the fence. We got some tailgaters going on. But I think Fordyce wins this one. Fordyce is 3-3, three and three, the 2-0 and oh in the conference. I think uh, Fordyce wins this one pretty handedly. I think so, too. All right, staying in Western Arkansas, we had this team last week. They lost to Charleston. We got Boonville at Mansfield. Uh, this is my personal opinion. I think Boonville's fixing to run through this thing like with not much sweat on them, uh, not just this game in particular, but the whole season. I think they're loaded up. Uh, I went with Boonville. Good, yeah. Grandma and I went with Boonville. I'm going with Boonville. What's your thoughts? Well, Boonville's averaging 42 points a night, especially in conference play. Uh, now, here's the tricky thing about Boonville's schedule here. We got Mansfield uh, at Mansfield, 
next week. Are we looking ahead, though? Because we got the Charleston Tigers waiting yeah. for us at home. So this is a locked-in, focused game. You better put your glasses on, your chin strap, and make sure you know who you're playing against across you. So I'm going to take Boonville in this one. I think they're going to get locked in and loaded. Tradition's going to carry on. My Mansfield Tigers, I'm still mad at them. I'm mad at them about last week. All right, so I've got to go with Boone. Well, I, I think that's a good pick. Mansfield's had a phenomenal year. Hopefully they stay healthy. Let's go up here to Northwest Arkansas. we got Coach Burns and the Ozark Hillbillies uh, at Gentry. Uh, you know, Gentry's kind of made a little noise this year. Ozark's been pretty, you know, had a tough non-conference schedule. Got back in the groove. It kind of looks like Ozark and Elkins are the t- two teams in that that uh that conference, but Gentry always puts up a good fight. They're at Gentry. Uh, the mouth's taking the, of course, the mouth's going to take Coach Burns. Big fan. I mean, the mouth, the mouth has been to Coach Burns. He's been up there, spent a day with him at the field house. Uh, big. He's going over to Ozark this year when the, he's going to be on site at when they play Elkins in a few weeks. And so the mouth obviously took Coach Burns. Grandma not took. Coach Burns and Ozark. I'm taking Ozark also. Break it down for me. Well, let me tell you here. We got number two and three in the conference right now. Uh, Ozark's two. Ozark is also number nine overall in class 4A, followed by Gentry at 10. So we've got a split game here. Both teams are five and one. Both teams are three. Well, actually, Gentry's two and oh in the conference for some crazy reason. That's one of them conference gigs thing. Uh Conference-wise, Gentry's averaged almost 50 points a night. Uh, Ozark's averaging 45, but they're only giving up nine. Yeah. You know, again, what what I say again, that defense, I like that defense. All right. Uh, Ozark's got a spectacular player in Kobe Wilbanks. I heard that they actually wrapped him in bubble wrap this week in practice, kept him healthy. Uh, but Kobe last week had 10 carries for 209 yards and four TDs. All right, Burns screwed around with the guy, tried to get his stats up, I guess, for the Heisman. Uh, so he let him attempt eight passes. He completed four of them for 42 yards just to trick people. That was just a trick. Well, Burns, he's just tricking. He's tricking people. This was my lawn chair game of the week wow. right here. Yeah, some th- that right here. Lawn chairs because the stadiums are going to be packed. Packed house right here. Lawn chairs are surrounding the track. I don't know if there's a homecoming queen, but I I'm going to say the over and under on Big Smith overalls being worn during this game right here, right? Over under Big Smith's 10, 10 Big Smith's overalls, just straight coming out of the woods, just looking for people right there. The Gentry Pioneers and Ozark Hillbillies. There's got to be. Uh, Big Smith might be the sponsor of this game right here going off. Right here. <laughs> this game is going to be exciting. you got Caden Coons who had 23 carries for 203 yards and two TDs for Gentry last week. That's that's 400 yards these guys got between the two of them, all right? But once again, like I said, Ozark's only giving up nine points, so I'm going to take Burns and the Kibler Mafia from Ozark <laughs> on the W right here. Uh, I, Coach Burns does a great job. Coach Bingham and Gentry's done a great job. I'll be a great game. All right, this is pretty close to home to you right here. Let's. This is We're getting old school oh, right here. Man. This is a big one. And uh, yeah. Alma came off big win against P. Ridge last week. Harrison lost to Shallow. We got Harrison at Alma. Oh, he's breaking out the jacket, folks. He's breaking out the jacket. They see it. They see that jacket. Look at all the maze. Came with my arms. My mom put all these patches on there. It's awesome. That's Still awesome. fit. Well, here's Homecoming, too, buddy. 
Homecoming. Homecoming. In the, in the, it, my, Airedale Stadium. I don't know why it's not Frank Vine Stadium, but that's a whole other story. Don't even get me started on that right there. But, hey, yeah, look at that. All-state tags there. <laughs> Can't move my arms. It's awesome. All right. The mouth's going to take Harrison. I'm going to take Harrison also. I think just physicality. Grandma Knopf is going to go with Harrison. Homecoming. Are you going to yeah, There it is. Keith, Keith Whitley. Keith Whitley's singing about it. It's homecoming, buddy. Homecoming. 92-3, uh, 92 team. State runner-up's going to be there to do the coin toss. Let me tell you how good we were. We had a quarterback named Johnny Mac Rogers. You know you're good if they used all three of your names, okay? <laughs> they used all three of this guy's names. I don't even know. I never heard anybody call him Johnny Rogers. It was Johnny Mac Rogers. Johnny Mac Rogers. That was our quarterback there. He's going to be on the coin toss. You want to talk about a game, though. Harrison and Alma. Let's just go back to some of the players there. You got Burlesworth, Cochran, Edwards, Estes over at Harrison. You've got the Burns boys, the Daly boys, the Perrys. It was like we had all in the family there. I'd say my brother, but he screwed it all up. He had the worst team ever. Uh, everybody got hurt. And then we had Chad Nirenberg, who was our leading tackler. I mean, that guy's going to be there, too. He might tackle somebody from the stands in this game. That guy's crazy as it all gets out. But this is going to be a spectacular game. There is no Tommy Tice over there, and there is no Frank Vines. All right? That's going to be the only difference tonight because you know what? Alma's going to come out with the W. <laughs> the oh, W's coming our way right there. Oh, I mean, you got you got Adam Daly. Who, uh, I mean, I thought, I thought our guy was going to stop him last week, but I don't know if he can be stopped. I mean, we're just running the power up in there. Last week, he had 180 yards and three TDs again. This guy's rolling up video game numbers is what I like to call him. He's a, he's a video game machine right now. He's blasting people everywhere he goes. Um, they've got wins over Farmington and Pea Ridge. Uh, the last week was a tough one, uh, but uh, Harrison lost last week to Shiloh, 25-55. It's going to match up where Alma, I think, is going to roll in there with Shiloh. I don't know what we're going to do on that one, but that, that could be spectacular. So uh, Coach Bush is doing a good job, got him in the right way after that first opening week that we don't want to talk about. I don't know what we did with our secondary, but we must have did something because we kind of fixed some things on the back end and helped us out a little bit there. But uh, like I said, this is going to be a, a true homecoming for the Alma Airedales, and Alma Airedales are winning this one. Wow. Well, with the home team, or are you going to wear the jacket? Oh, yeah. Oh, the jacket's going to be warm. There's no doubt. You got to wear the jacket. Got to wear the There's jacket. There's no doubt. It's good the coin toss. I might even sit out in the back of a truck with the sheriff. You know, the sheriff sits out there yeah. and he watches yeah. the game from the pile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might even sit out there with him. All right. We're going to the Eastern Arkansas. I think this may be for a conference championship over here. We got Batesville Southside, who has just been rolling. What is the deal there? Man, hey, you know they, what, too? They have been. You want to talk about striking while the iron's hot, man? They're trying. They're they're passing the millage too. They're about to build everything. <laughs> they they said, "Hey, we're we're seven and zero. We're going for a millage right here. Here we go." No doubt, and and they're traveling to Jonesboro. Going to play Nettleton. Nettleton, a lot. I mean, everybody you talked to preseason was about you know Nettleton was was the, the team you know and. Uh, this one here, I would probably said Nettleton until last week. Nettleton only beat, uh, I believe it was Paragold, didn't put up a lot of big numbers and mm -mm. things like that. So I'm the mouse going with Batesville Southside. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep riding that wagon a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna go with Batesville Southside. Grandma Nah is gonna go with Nettleton. Uh, man, I think this, this is a tough game 
and it's going to determine a lot about conference seating. What do you got in this one? Well, you know, uh, Batesville, I didn't know the story about this guy, Coach Simpson. He left, come back, and uh, pretty much took over. He was uh, up for the Hootons uh, Coach of the Year in 2017. He was a finalist for it. Uh, he's really got a really good football team. They scored 278 points, only giving up 76, only giving up 12 a game right now. Uh, you know, Nettleton, though, you, you figure something's got to give on the Nettleton game. You know, they had a running back last week. They tried to run him 23 times for 138 yards, T.J. Brown. Uh, so you don't really know, but I'm telling you, I think momentum is is on Batesville's side right here, uh, and I think they're pretty fired up. Like I said, they're trying to get new facilities. They even added an auditorium. That's how serious they oh. are. They do the old, oh. dude, nobody drops about an auditorium, buddy. You get that auditorium going. All right, so the bottom of this conference, they've been beaten up. Southside Batesville really hasn't. You know, they, they've taken out the bottom of the conference right now, as of now. But I'm going to take uh, Southside Batesville in this one over Nettleton. I got you. I got you. All right, Central Conference, which has been just crazy. I mean, we, we'll we get into it. That's another yeah. Pine Bluff yeah. and, and Mills get – Pine Bluff's got 25 guys suspended. Mills got 12 guys suspended. They're about to play two JV games. This I mean, week. golly. I mean, what we're doing, guys. It, you know, it's a great, you hate to say a lesson, but like Pine Bluff, I mean, they basically lost this game twice. I mean, you talked about it with yes. you know, yeah. losing in overtime and having the incident yeah. afterwards. And there's no, we don't need that in, in our. Well, and the thing about it is, it's so hard to overcome something like that. I mean, you have to address it and, you know, departmentalize and take care of it, whatever happens there, but it's hard to move the page. Uh, when something that ugly happens. Yeah, it is. Well, we're going to stay in the Central Conference here. Got Coach Cody McNabb in Moralton. Head over to Maumel. Coach McNabb played a little Beamer ball last week, little Frank Beamer, blocking punch <laughs> and finding, a, you know, that guy finds a way to win, man. I mean, if whatever he's got to do, what a great coach. Coach Maupin is, is man, they had tough game against Joe T last week, competed well, got an injury, but they still feel – Feel pretty healthy about it, and they're at home. Mouse going with Mom Mel. I'm going to go with Mom Mel on this one. Uh, Grandma Nas is going to go with Moralton. Uh, I don't know. I'll just shoot you straight here. Well, that's the thing, too, is you get looking who they've played yeah. uh, in their league. You know, Mom Mel's kind of taking on the top teams. Um Still can't figure out the mill thing. Uh, so that's even harder. I, it's still a Thursday night thing. It still kills me. But I think that uh, both teams are averaging about 29 points apiece in conference play. Uh, Moralton's given up, uh, giving up 100. But like I said, uh, that's kind of not a tell sign because Maumel's given up 159, but they've played the, the best teams. Uh, so what I'm thinking here, and this is a tough one to pick, by the way, I'm going with Maumel. Did you hear that, Coach Moppin? I'm going with Mom Hell. Uh, it's shot out there. Let's get these guys ready. And you want to talk about a coach that, you know, you're thinking, you look at that guy and you go, hey, man, that guy could suit up today. I think it's that guy. Oh, that guy can suit up today. Guy. Yeah, he could get you three or four yards, probably a couple tackles, probably a bent face mask in there somewhere. Him and J.R. Eldridge, two bent face mask guys up in there. Those are my guys right there. Uh, but I'm going to go with Paul Mill on that one. Well, it, it, Coach Mom does a great job. Cody does, you know, Morton's been there. Oh, Cody's yeah. phenomenal. Oh, phenomenal. Cody's phenomenal. He's blocking punches. Morton's got to do. Morton's lucky to have that guy. Ain't no doubt. All right, we got two games left. Headed over to God's country. 
This is nothing but a war. I've never been to this game. I've heard stories about this game. It'll be one of my bucket lists when I get an opportunity to just go where I want to go. We got Marion, who put it on the new line offense last week. Gave up a bunch of yards, too. At West Memphis, who beat uh, Sheridan, I believe. No, El Dorado last week. They beat El Dorado mm-hmm. last week pretty convincingly. These two teams, and I hate to use this word, uh, hate, but it's more dislike out of whatever the word you want. They don't like each other. And they're all right there. There'll be police escort over to to West Memphis. Uh, they are jacked up, both teams. Uh, I think this defines kind of where everything's headed state-wise. The mouth, oh, yeah. The, I mean, it really does. I mean, West Memphis can win this one. They're pretty in control. Still got Benton down the road for a big game. Marion can get right back in it. The mouth is going to take West Memphis. Grandma Na, who always takes West Memphis because she's big Blue Devil fan. Coach Williams is going to take West Memphis. Break their game down for you, Marion, West Memphis. I got Marion. If you uh, erase the uh, Marion's averaging 43 points a night, West Memphis is averaging 41. Marion's giving up 24. West Memphis is giving up 13. Once again, hey. The defensive part comes into play with West Memphis right now. West Memphis is also 3-0 and at home. Uh, so I'm going to take West Memphis, the Blue Devils. And you're right. They don't like each other. They're about, what, 30 miles apart? Oh, no, they're like that. Now, they're like 10. They were in an arms race yeah. on who could build the nicest gym and football facility. They were out there batting. Their superintendents were squared off, see who could get the most money for whatever uh, reasons why. But, you know, the dog track probably helped both of them, if I, <laughs> I just want to shoot it out there. Well, Dog I, track probably helped them a little bit. They got great facilities. Uh, like you said, this is going to be an important game to both of them. Uh, and you got to love to see that. You got to love to see that. So, but I'm taking West Memphis Blue Devils in that. Well, I know one guy that'll be really fired up Grafton Moore, 78 years old, still out there. Coaching God, still out there. Coaching. We had Danny on earlier. I mean, the guy, he's not human. He's just not human. I mean, what, what a no. legend. What a legend. Okay, let's do this. We're going to take a stay right here with our big game, big matchup, marquee game of the week is Bentonville at Fayetteville. Let's bring on Coach Casey Dick at this time, our BSN guest of the week. Coach, huge, huge game. I'm I'm excited about this one. Kind of, I'll be honest with you, I've been kind of waiting around about two last two or three weeks waiting on this one, and everything's played out the way it ought to play. A uh, huge game of Bentonville this week. Had you guys on a couple weeks ago. You know, you you, you played uh, Rogers, took care of those guys, went over to Southside last week, took care of those guys. Uh, your defensive guys are all fired up like they are every week, doing a great job. Offensively, you're scoring tons and tons of points. Talk to us a little bit about where your team's at. Where did you envision them? We've had you on earlier this summer, and you felt like you had a good squad. Talk to us where your team's at right now, going into this huge Bentonville game. You know, health wise, how you feel about your group? Totally. Yeah, you know, I, obviously we've been off to to a pretty good start. Haven't played a complete game in some of those games that were earlier in the year, but felt like you know the week after um that we felt like we had an issue or you know a deficiency that we we bounced back pretty well in that area so you know like i said we, we're happy with where we are we're not um obviously you know enthused or or, or you know in a, in a in a plateau place obviously because we know 
um, obviously who we have coming in, in town this week and in Bentonville, you know, I think our guys, they're all, they're, they're always ready to go for this game just because of, you know, it's, it's a rivalry game. It's, it's been a game that has been in you know, some close significance games uh, here and there in the future. It's always a great environment for Arkansas high school football. It's always packed. It's always loud. There's a, it's always a great, you know, just a great high school environment for the state, which a lot of people in this area get out and go see, um, but, you know, we, our kids have done a great job up to this point. You know, we, we talked to them about two things that we feel like we got to do this week. That number one, that's be a mature football team. Um, we felt like that's one of our issues that's kind of held us back. Um, some of the penalties and things that we've got, we've got an experienced team and we need to be a mature football team. Um, and just talk to them about being composed because coach, you know, you know, playing in these games, the everybody feels like the first five minutes of these games, everybody's so juiced up, damped up, ready to go. But it's like, I, we talk to them every day. You got to be able to communicate. You got to be able to be, you know, where you're supposed to be, get the motion, get the check, get all that stuff and still be able to line up and play football at the end of the day. So, uh, and that usually doesn't happen until about five minutes in the game. So that's what I told them. Once they settle down in that first five minutes, they're composed, you know, they get in the even flow of the game. You survive the first series, you know, the trick play or whatever's coming. Um, then I feel like we'll, have, we'll be in a great situation and a great place to go play football. Well, you know, Drake's putting up huge numbers. I mean, y'all, y'all on offensively, you know, the question mark, I, you know, you, you probably thought the same thing. I talked to other coaches, watched you guys this summer was offensive line. And man, those guys have held up. I mean, mm-hmm. there you know, a lot of questions there with those guys, but but you know they're doing the job. It looks yeah. like. And, and yeah. tell me about their progression. You know, well, I think one of the one of the things also is we we added another offensive line coach to our staff, and in, in Justin Wood, and he's done a great job. You know, he's our tight end tackle guy, but it's just another set of eyes for those guys. So I think you know with 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 him and Coach Davenport, that's really helped us having two guys down there to kind of obviously make sure we get some of those, those points across, but they've done, they have done a good job. You know, I feel like they're in a good place as far as, you know, pass protections, you know, when to pick up what, how to pick it up, why to pick it up a certain way. Um, but, you know, I, like I said, last week, I felt like we were, we were able to run the ball, you know, enough for, for what we want to do offensively in, in, in uh, with Christian, I think he had about 140 yards. We were able to run the ball. So, um, you know, it's a plus. And I, I'm proud of those guys, uh, you know, in the way they've came out, the way they've competed. They've gotten better week in and week out. Uh, but obviously it's a big week for them um, as well as it is for everybody. we we got to go out and just play, you know, what, what we call complimentary football, you know, offense, defense, special teams, and, and got to be complimentary of each other. Well, and that's so huge. And then in a ball game like this, all three phases when you play good teams are going to show up. Well, let's talk about Bentonville. I mean, that y'all have had that. I mean, this rival is one of the best in the state. I mean, I get we get some excited. I mean, with two, you know, especially when your both teams are really good, and uh, you know, y'all have had battles back and forth over the years, even before you were there. And uh, you know, Jody's been consistent. That that program has been consistent. Saw him earlier this year against against a very talented Conway team that lost at home, but they bounced back. Put an 84 spot up on Heritage last week. I mean, just a boat race. I mean, it's unbelievable. And uh talk to me what what the issues they bring to you and 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 what do you got to do to, you know, to kind of even that thing out and get a victory. Yeah, you know, I, Coach Grant does a great job yearly with with the guys that he has. And when you step back and look at it, you know, you still see his footprint on the defense from when he was there as the defensive coordinator and, you know, doing a three, four and, and, you know, some of the things that they did while he was there as well. And now they, they've added a couple of, a couple of things there to, to the arsenal as well. And, you know, on the offensive side of the ball, coach Dan Howard does an unbelievable job of, 
you know, better than anybody, I think, in the state as far as making you account for the two tight ends and then all the multiple things that he does off of that with the two tight ends, with the motions, um, you know, the different formations. Um, and then, you know, you can't fall asleep because he's going to go play action or, you know, and it's always going to it's always going to be off a of motion tight, you know, whatever it is. So he just does a great job uh, of mixing that and really making it. What, what's more impressive is making it fit his kids that he has. Um, and you look at, you know, now they got the weapons out there, CJ Brown they, uh, of a Luke Coon, and then they got, you know, an experienced quarterback in Nimrod, who just, or, or not Nimrod, um, I can't think of his name, but he, just, he does a great job of, of maneuvering the ball down the field. And what's impressed me more this year is what he's been able to do when a play is broken down mm -hmm. um, and being able to extend it with his feet and then find somebody. I think you go put it on against, you know, against Conway or uh, or Rockhurst, and it, there's there's four or five plays that he gets, that he gets extended. He throws a pass. It's either a touchdown or a huge game because of what he's able to do with his legs. So, you know, that presents a lot of issues from a defensive standpoint as well. You know, you always got to make sure you, you're, you're accounted for him while accounting for everybody else as well. Well, you know, and and y'all played pretty good defense. I mean, you're giving up some points here a little bit the last two weeks, but, I mean, you played two really good offense. You're going to play another one. And those receivers for Bentonville do present a, present a problem. I mean, they, I watched them against Conway, and, and uh, I mean – they can get loose a little bit. So the guys over there, they got the work cut out, and I'm sure you'll be checking your guys' work over there. Coach uh, Davis, Coach Coach Britt over there. I mean, I mean, I talked to them a little bit earlier. How do they control that whole thing? You know, they're Benville's always been known with those two tights run the football, you know, play mm -hmm. action, throwing it deep, but they're spreading out them. The receivers are really tough. What are they going to do on the back end? We're going to kind of do the same stuff, or what? You know, I'm sure you got some wrinkles we all do in big games. Yeah. What What's the mindset? Because you know they're going to make a couple of catches. What are, yeah. what are you telling your guys? You know, I think the number one important thing when you when you play Benville is you got to be able to get the ball flat. You know, don't let them run north and south A and B gap. Get it flat. Make it get outside. Don't let your guys, you know, run it down. So I, I know that's been a big point of emphasis. Uh, for those guys as well. And then, you know, I think the biggest thing that you got to be in this game is you got to be aware, you know, down a distance will play a big tendencies and, and some of their things, but also aware of where certain people are in certain formations. Um, so, you know, that's what we've talked about to our kids also, you know, you, you, you've got to be able to be composed enough to say, okay, why is this kid here? you know, in this formation, why is he tight? Why is he wide? Why is he where he is? And then boom, why are they, why are we motioning to it or away from it? So, you know, th there's all those wrinkles, there's all those factors. And that's what we're talking to our kids. You know, you, you, the football IQ that you have to have in order to go play these guys at a high level is really high. You know, you got, you, you can't be asleep because as soon as, as soon as you go to a sleep, you know, go to sleep, boom, here it comes. Here comes a boot, here comes a sprint out, here comes something that you weren't necessarily counting for just because they do do a great job of, with a shift or a motion or, you know, a boot or whatever it is to sprint out and then gaining, gaining that leverage that they need in order to make a big play off of it. Well, they do a good job, man. I tell you what, if, uh, Hey, good, good luck, man. This is, this is, I mean, you're, you're talking about, you're talking about big game, you know, you know, one, you know, one, two seed possibility here, you know, you know, who you getting playing on Thanksgiving, you know, and it's, it's great for coach Williams to just bring all these scenarios up and we're not even finished through the year, but I can do that. You know, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's good. It's good for the state. So we're, we're you know, we're, we we love it, man. We love it. We're, we're glad to be up here. Got to be playing football, you know, against Bentonville. It's always a great game. Coach, like I said, Coach Grant, his staff, that program up there, they do a great job. Do a great job. Well, Casey, good luck to you. Uh, tell the boys to say hello, and uh, we'll be checking you out down the road. Yes, sir. We'll do. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. Well, Coach Dick, you know, listen to him. 
they've got a really good football team. I mean, this is the game up here. I mean, this is going to – this could put you, you know, home field all the way through the playoffs right here. Uh, I think both teams are going to get a bye. But, you know, you like to up here get one of those central teams come up here when it's about 22 degrees. Ball's a little slicker. It's a huge game. And not having to go on the road. Uh, this – and it's crazy because a lot of times the regular season – Winner in this one loses in the playoffs to them. It's been bad. We're a huge rival. Jody puts a Bentville puts 84 spot up. They've got beat by Conway early in the year, and they've just kind of keep keep it rolling. Fayetteville points after points after points, and playing pretty good on defense. Both of them. The mouth is going to go with the Purple Dogs. Grandma not is going to go with Bentonville. And that, this is a toss-up because I mean I think a turnover or a, a mistake could could cost somebody a missed extra point. <laughs> missed it, yeah, exactly. Missed extra. Oh yeah, missed missed extra point, and this one's scary. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with purple dogs. I, I, man, but this could go either way. Break it down for me. This this is just that. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, Fayetteville's averaging 49 a game and they're not even averaging more than Bentonville is. Bentonville's averaged almost 70 points now since the 84 massacre of the Rogers heritage. I mean, it's unbelievable uh, over there what's happening. Uh, but you got to give your hats off to them. You got to stop them. You know, it's like somebody said, Hey, if you don't like the score, like it is, you got to do something about it. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you can't, you just got to take it like you can, but this is one of them pizza and corn games. Remember when you were a kid and on Friday night you had pizza and corn? You better get in the line fast for it. Wasn't going to, they didn't make seconds. That, this is what kind of game this is. It's going to be a quick ticket to get. Uh, rumor is it's going to be a packed house. I'm sure it is. Uh, everybody's going to come out to watch this game. I heard Jerry Jones might even come to this. Oh, my. Because God. he wants to see good. Yeah, he wants to see good quarterback play. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you're going to have to throw that one in. I, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jerry might even be there. But, you know, Fayetteville, they ran the ball a little bit last week. They had uh, the Seltzer kid. That, that That's an NIL name if that guy gets smart. Somebody's uh, in, interested in helping out my Seltzer kid. He had 26 carries for 135 yards in a TD. So that just shows me you can't load the box. You know, you, you, you load the box, Fayetteville's going to go over the top of you. You empty it, you're in deep trouble. Uh, you're going to have to get to the quarterback. I don't know if Bentonville can consistently get to the quarterback uh, needless to say, uh, you got to keep Lindsay. Uh, you can't let Lindsay pick your part. So let's pick your poison on that side of the ball. Bentonville's got really good quarterback play, got an outstanding wide receiver, and they're big up front. Uh, both teams offensively are really, really, really good. Uh, and like I said, I think it's a two-horse race in the West. But I'm going to take, even though it's at Bentonville, you know, this oh, game's no, at we're Bentonville. Fayetteville. It's at Fayetteville. Oh, well, that even makes it easier I, with the new, uh, you know, we're going to show off the new indoor and all that good stuff down there. We might actually have Jerry there. <laughs> I mean, he might be down there. So I'm going to take the Purple Dogs at home. The Purple Dogs at home, and like you said, we'll probably see these guys play again and again and again, to tell you the truth. I mean, I think the 7A is just four-team race right yeah. now. I think it's Bentonville, Fayetteville. Let's say either one of them slip up on the way. I don't see anybody – slipping in there to get them. And then I think it's Bryant and Conway down here in the, in the central. 
but yes, this would be a heck of a game. Heck of a game. Well, it's good. It's a huge, huge playoff implications. You know, conference championship. Uh, the, oh yeah. And man, these guys just get after each other. They, they, they Oh yeah. They get after. It's big boy football right here. It is it's big, it's boy, big boy football. And I tell you what, it, it'll be wall to wall there. Well, oh, Coach, yeah. Coach Fimple, so you're going to head down, talk to me about Friday. You're heading down to Alma. We got, uh, uh, I mean. Little, yeah, little this is reunion time, buddy. Yeah, I mean. This is the 92 team that got beat by the weather is what I like to say. The weather beat us. I remember that. I was there. Lake, Lake Hamilton. Pretty cold. Ice storm. Yeah. I don't know what we were doing. Somebody said, hey, let's go sleepless. I was out there going, why were we sleepless? This is so <laughs> This is awful. I remember this that is game. terrible. There was it sleeted and there was ice oh. all over one more stadium. People slipping, falling. It is. I remember that. It was yeah, cold. yeah. And and I, I, I remember the whole thing. By the way, oh, the funny thing is that the the reason why we <laughs> wait. First of all, Blake Hamilton's were really, really good. <laughs> they were good. They were huge and they were really, really good. Um, but one of the things I remember was, you know, Coach Vines always used to eat grass. He used to take grass and eat it. And that's why we lost because it's it, that gum astroturf out there. It's astroturf. It's not, there's no real grass to eat, man. What am I supposed to do around here? That was the reason why we lost. So, the game. Well, do you think Coach Vines will be there? Not, no, he's not. But most of all the other coaches are. Okay. Everybody else is going to be there. He's uh, Coach Vines is in Florida, uh, but he's not going to make it back. But Coach McMurray, Coach Rushman, Coach Abernathy. All those guys that coached us now, uh, you know, we got a big shin gig with those guys, which I can't wait to see that. You get to see all these Rudyites. You know, there's a place called Rudy, Arkansas, right outside of Alma. That's where about, oh, my God, that's where every offensive lineman known to mankind came from, Rudy, Arkansas. Uh, so all of Rudy will be in attendance, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure it will be. Well, man, we'll look forward to seeing you next week. We'll be checking your work. Uh, man, good Thank week last past week. Maybe we can keep it rolling. That sounds great, man. Well, we'll see you next week. See you, Daryl. All right, battle on. Battle on. See you, man. Man, what what an amazing segment right there, Coach Fimple. He's something else. He's got he's got picks. He's got stats. He's got everything, man. It's going to be some great games, great games this week in 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 high school. Let's you know. Let's talk a little NFL right now. A little college football. Let's go ahead and bring on Mister Triple Crown. Derek, let's go ahead and bring him our BSN guest of the week, Mr. Triple Crown himself, Derek. Pretty good week yep. last week. Uh, we got to get off Notre Dame, man. That, 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 just got to get off Notre Dame. Hey, we are today. All right. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. We are today. So, hey, just real, real quick, I'm not going to recap the whole week last week, but we went uh, um, two and three on Saturday. Notre Dame beat us, and then we went three and four on Sunday. We're actually for NFL. We lost Thursday night with the Commanders. So if we did, if you didn't watch the show before, then you were good anyway, and you hit all the Sunday games. But the uh, who would have thought the Bears would have showed up uh -huh. um, and Commanders in it? So Bears look pretty damn good, actually. I mean, DJ Moore went crazy. So <laughs> who, 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 who <laughs> you know, that, uh, you know, Dick Buck has died. Uh, you know, right, you know, the, uh, right there before the you know the day of the game, we got energy people. I mean, right. You know, if they'd have lost that game, it'd been in Chicago, been really bad. Dick Buckus was looking over them on that one. Yeah, there's no doubt. And I think you, I think everybody Saturday, Sunday night saw our Super Bowl favorites. Oh, my. In, in the 49. Right. Okay. So, Here, here's the deal with that. So it, I'm pacing. I mean, I, I, you know, we had the, 
the hog game on Saturday, and it, you know, it is what it is. And then, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm pacing it. I wake up. Coach Linda makes me some breakfast, and uh, and I'm pacing all day. I mean, I'm worried to death, and and we got absolutely destroyed in all phases. So it's like I've told everybody there. Here's the positive about that. There's not a chance, not a snowball's chance in hell we're going to the Super Bowl this year. So I can I can relax the rest of the year and just enjoy the games. And that's I'm exactly right. I mean, that's all. Hey, your expectations went from here to here. Right? Oh, it's it, no, it's here. I mean, it, it's it's dropped completely. I'm a, you know, it's just it's. Well, I've been a Cowboy fan, you know. We, we, you know, I, I think I think the whole thing with that game is the uh the the 49ers man think about every piece i mean they really they really have every piece and dak showed why he is not a franchise quarterback well here here's the deal with the 49ers they are the most physical team in football at every position their receivers are physical their running backs are physical their d-line o-line's physical And I, I think they, they put a blueprint a little bit on Michael Parsons on how to control him. But, you know, they play right. such a violent way every week, you know, just injuries. If they can stay healthy, I, the 49ers – I mean, you talked about this. I thought last year they'd be there easy, and they show up to the Eagles, and, you know, they got Jeff Williams playing quarterback, and they're screwed, you know, in the NFC Championship game. And so – Well, it's exactly – well, you know, and they admitted they were going to bring Philip Rivers in if they would have made it and all this stuff. Stuff, but it's the the key is McCaffrey. Like the receivers oh. are good and the defense is good, but if if they they need to rep management McCaffrey, if they rep management McCaffrey correctly, then they aren't going to have a problem. I mean, yeah, they're going to probably see the Eagles or the Cowboys again in the in the NFC Championship, but uh, I don't think it will be much of a game. Long as you know. Purdy stays healthy and really mainly McCaffrey. He's a he's a unique guy. Like it's he's a once in a generation top running back. Well, and he's perfect for Kyle Shanahan. That's a perfect marriage. You know, a guy that yeah, Debo. You got two of them. They can line them up in the backfield. They can split them out. How do you get that trade? How do you get that trade? How did they get him from the Panthers? First of all, for I mean, so it's like uh, anyway. So football gods are shining on Kyle Shanahan right now. They are shining on Kyle Shanahan. I mean, they are. I mean, yeah. he's got just weapons. I mean, how fun is that to be going in a you know a meeting and hey, we want to do this week. Well, let's try this. You know, I mean, it's unbelievable. All right, <laughs> let's get into it. It's almost. Like, yeah, yeah, it sounds good. So NCAA, I'm picking four games this week, right? And so actually. Uh, some marquee matchups as I start looking at it. Um, so we're doing 14 parlay. This parlay will pay you six to one. Pretty good returns. So uh, that means we're playing some pretty close games. First game we're going to play is we're going to play. Um, I'm going to hit it right out of the gate. USC is going to beat the snot off Notre Dame because Notre Dame cannot score. Right. Notre Dame's got good defense, but they can't score. Like there's no let's see what if they've got a good defense. Let's see what they can do against this Heisman quarterback. Right. And they're not going to hold him down to 14 points. And Notre Dame's prove it proven if they can't hold you below 20, then they're going to lose. And so I think USC is getting three points at Notre Dame. Take the points. That's I don't know how you don't take that and and run. USC's number 10. Like I said, they got a good defense, but uh, I think USC's going to I couldn't believe when I looked at it and they were getting three points. So I'll take that all day. Um, that's the first game. The second game. 
is uh, Miami at North Carolina. Oh. Miami's number five. North Carolina's number 12. And uh, the line's minus four to North Carolina. Take North Carolina only at home. North Carolina, absolutely. The only thing that could happen in this game is North Carolina stomped last week. We had them last week. They stomped. They won like 41 yeah. nothing or something like that. That Miami game. Oh, I mean, my God. Uh, I'm sitting there, and you know it's 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 him and Georgia Tech, and and I can't think of the USC's fix come on, and uh, and I really hadn't got to watch USC as much as I want to, so I'm sitting there's a minute to go in the game, and and Miami gets the ball, and I said, well they're gonna take a knee, I I flipped the channel, and all of a sudden we got you know the whole upset alert, and I'm thinking, okay, who's this? It's Georgia Tech beating my? What we doing? (laughs) Doing? Yeah, take a freaking knee. You don't think there's bad. There were some mad people in Vegas on that one. A lot of happy people as well. But, yeah, Herman I couldn't Edwards believe is, that. Herman right. Edwards is still smiling. You know, the 1981 or 78, he picks it up against – it's like deja vu. I mean, I'm poor Mario. <laughs> I mean, you know, exactly. Uh, people that don't know, there's a chart. There's a chart for all coaches at the end of the game on, you know, how many plays you got to run, you know, with how many times uh, yep. and all that. Does anybody have a chart? Break the chart out. I mean, God. Where's that guy over the chart, right? I mean, that's you, you always think about that. Like, how many plays can they run or how much time can be left on the clock and you give it back? Bama about screwed up on that as well. Bama <laughs> sure did. Back, threw the ball. He threw the ball when all they had to do was nail it out, and they ended up giving the ball back to A&M. I'm just like, what in the hell's going on? Because I bet on that game. But, anyway, North Carolina over Miami. Um, I think North Carolina, they're too hot right now. They're at home. This is, I think, the game of the day uh, is uh, Oregon at Washington, and you know I'm an I'm a I'm a Washington fan at the moment, and that line's minus three. The good thing about these lines being minus three, minus four, and then even if you play just the the money line, you're getting really good odds, and so that's what's pumping this up to a six to one. So I think you know here's the thing: it's Oregon and Washington both came off a bye. They both didn't play this week, and so I think it's going to be pretty evenly matched. Could be a high scoring game as we always think, but. Um, you know, I really think Washington. I I look at both the rosters. I look at both the teams. Washington's receivers, I think, are the next level. Like I think what, Oregon's got great playmakers and things like that, and no doubt. But Washington receivers are next level. You so we're gonna take Washington there, straight up. Go ahead. I got a buddy of mine, the Coach Leftwich. He 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 works up over at Oregon, and uh, yeah. Uh, Man, this is going to be a great matchup. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's going to be this, game. Game, man. this one of these teams could be playing in the final four easy. easy. Yep. Yep. All right, we got it. I think there. so. Yep. Uh, hang on, one more on on NCAA. Last one I had there was I had Louisville at Pitt. Louisville six and zero playing at Pitt one and four. The only team that's beat Pitt, I mean, the only good team Pitt's played out of all their schedule is North Carolina, who beat the pants off of them and louisville's only given a touchdown and with that i want to you go ahead and buy it down you still get good odds you buy it to money line louisville six no they just beat a really good defense in notre dame and they literally scored the crap out of the ball against notre dame and so summarizing north carolina money line washington money line usc plus three and then louisville money line and that pays six to one all right going over to the nfl on um there's Thursday night game, one Thursday night game, and then I picked six Sunday games. And this game, these started to line up pretty good. And we're again, we're doing the same thing. We're going to do the money line train. And 
there's going to be one game where I'm going to give the points, and that's going to be with the 49ers. So let's start on Thursday night. we got Broncos at Chiefs. You can buy it to plus one. It's a, it, The line's minus 10. You can buy it to plus one. And it's the same as the money line, so you might as well get the plus one for free. The Panthers at the Dolphins. Dolphins all day. Money line. Panthers, they're just trying to trying to win a game at the moment. Dolphins are, are rolling. Colts at Jags. It's an interesting game. Colts lost their quarterback, Anthony Richardson. They got Gardner Minshew in there. He's probably just as damn good a quarterback. Um, and he, he upsets Houston a couple weeks ago. Yes, sir. And, but I think Jags are playing too good. They beat the Bills this week in, in London. And so that, that line's really tight. It's minus four. I'm going to move that line to plus three. Right. Because if it is a close game, for whatever reason, Minshew mania shows up, then I want to make sure that I've got a field goal in a, in a tight game. And so I'm going to move that all the way to plus three. Uh, 49ers at Browns. Browns are awful. The Niners are only given five points. I'll take the Niners. I, I think it's because it's a short week. They play in the Cowboys. I'll take the, I'm going to take Niners minus five points. Um, Cardinals at the Rams. <clears throat> Rams are playing good ball. They got Cooper Cup back. Um, their defense is solid again this year, but they held their trading receivers. They've got so many receivers. Um, so I'm going to take that money line. Um, Eagles at Jets. Eagles is minus seven, but I'm going to take the money line there. I think the Eagles will – defense is too good. They're going to score their points, and so Eagles are going to win. And then the last game is probably the worst team in football, Giants at the Bills. Uh, I don't see the Giants beating – Anybody, I think Washington or college teams can beat the Giants. And so I will take um, the Bills money line there. That seven team right there plays six to one. Wow. And I don't think there's really a, anybody on the last on that NFL schedule that's going to lose. Yeah. Um, and the, the, one, the one that scares me is the Jags. But I think the Jags and the Colts, I think you take the plus three at, at Jacksonville. I think you're fine. And Jacksonville always plays well at home. I mean, you know. Yeah. It's, and it's, yeah. And they've been. They, They've been in London for two weeks, yeah. <laughs> right? They're probably glad to get back and get comfortable. And and Colts, like I said, they lost their guys, so I think it'll be fine. So two six to one parlays. We're gonna get back on the winning streak. We've actually had two weeks where we've lost one every day, and I'm tired of it. And we we were on a hot streak before that, and so we're gonna get back this week. Hopefully, we win the NCAA day, and then we come back and follow it up with a good win on NFL. So that that then will be good payer uh, payout. So six to one. Well, good deal. Well, Derek, tell, tell everybody how they can find you. TikTok, still doing that. Um, I've had a little coach spell. Hell, I was, I was hot as hell over the first five or six uh, uh, social media posts I made. Uh, I've been cold last last three or four. But um, go to TikTok, Triple Crown. Um, you can also look up Badass Braz. It's a little handle I have. But TikTok um, with Triple Crown, and that will get you to all the Instagram and everything. Okay? All righty, man. Well, that sounds good. Well, good luck this week. We'll look forward. We'll be checking your work as always. We'll, we'll right. next week, man. All right. See you. See you. All right, Bray. Man, a lot of great games coming up. Got the Hawks, mm-hmm. you know, Saturday. There's a lot of great high school games. Uh, the picks, Coach Coach Fimple is is all over these picks. I mean, he he's stats and a great conversation with Coach Dick. Yeah, he's been on it. Yes, yeah. no doubt. Well, talk to our audience how, how you find us. Uh, yeah, coach, we are on, um, we're on Twitter or X at coaches pod. That's our handle. Um, so you can find all of our episodes there and, and all of our promotions as well as Instagram with the same handle, um, coaches pod. Um, you can also find us on YouTube, which is kind of our home base, um, coaches in the mouth pod. That's our handle on YouTube. So all those likes, all those subscribes, which, which we are growing, um, but those are huge.
So, so, so we're looking for those. We'll hit those clicks and we appreciate it. Well, for Coach Jeff Williams, Coach Bray Cook, the mouse on assignment, we'll see you next week on the Coaches in the Pod.